is going to be the first episode of Talking Dodgers. This podcast is basically just for the fans. This is a pure fan podcast. You know, let's just get started. My name's Robbie. I like the Dodgers. This is a great start to this whole thing. <laughs> this is great. I'm Aaron. I also like the Dodgers. Lifelong Dodger fan since six years old, I believe. Nice. Okay. Yep. Max? Well, I am not a Dodgers fan. I respect the organization with the Jackie Robinson stuff and all that good stuff. And originally from Brooklyn, but I'm a Yankee fan. And uh, I guess Dodgers are the Yankees of the West. That's pretty much what it is now, especially yep. with the money they've been spending. So, yep, 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 yep. It's uh, it's it's going to be an exciting 2024. I know that much because there's not a lot of talk about a lot of other teams. <laughs> no, not they, as much, I should say. You got to give the Dodgers credit for being creative with their structuring of deals and definitely, you know, and the way they deferred stu- stuff and yeah. and especially. How about Otani. throwing Yamamoto four first class tickets from yeah. Japan? To, right. Like, that's the little things that's in that culture G. that they respect. That's you know? G's, as it Yankees can get right are... there. Like, hey, yeah, yeah, four first class, no problem. No problem. I mean, that's like that's a drop in the bucket for them. Yeah. Yankees are asleep at the wheel. So I'm only here for the stats. This is your show, you guys' show. So Stat guy. Max stat is the stat guy. guy. But he's also a huge baseball fan, so if there's stuff that we're going to miss, like stat-wise, he's going to come in and make sure we don't sound like idiots. I won't bore you with war and stuff like that too much. Well, I mean, (laughs) we can. We can bring that stuff up. I just don't want to be a show that solely focuses on the analytics part of it. Me and Robbie also played the game for years. He still coaches. So we have a different take than I think not talking crap about any other podcaster, but I, I don't think a lot of them ever really played. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I think it's more about we can we have the eye test and the optics to, to how a player looks at the plate or on the mound or in the field. So, yeah. I'm with it. That's a good All take right. on it. All right, so this episode, we're just going to kind of like brush through as far as like some of the big transactions that have happened so far, which this offseason there has been plenty of them, so it's kind of a good thing. Um, Absolutely. We'll hit, we'll hit those up, and depending on how much time we have left, maybe we'll talk about you know some other uh, hopes and dreams we like you know that we'd like the Dodger Dodgers to you know move moves for them to make, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, so let's just start it off. So we've got let's talk the big one, the first big one. You know, Shohei Otani. We have to. That should be the number one. Yeah, it's definitely the number one. I mean, let's go over that. So I think you and I have talked about this before. Before like. Before the Dodgers actually made this move, I was not one of the guys jumping up and down going, hey, we got to do it. Um, yep. Mostly because you're ta- they, at the time they were talking about, what, $500 million for a guy who's supposed to play, supposed to be your best hitter and your best pitcher. And so in my thought, it's always been if the guy gets hurt, you're going to lose your best pitcher and your best hitter. So $500 million was already too much. So now we come to find out that he got a $700 million contract, but... Majority of it's deferred. He's only making two million dollars a year. So now that's that, that, insane. That's absolutely <laughs> insane. So now I've become a huge fan of Shohei Otani just because that leaves the door open for other people. Apparently, it was his idea too. Well, probably him and his team. You know. Yeah, I think they took it to five other teams. I believe mm, and I offered so. the same thing. And yep. um, I I know I I heard the Angels balked at it. They they didn't want to do it. Uh, I think they New, didn't. New York came back 
came back with a lower number, but liked the idea, I think. It was close, but it, was, it wasn't it was as no. what the Dodgers were offering. And then right. how about Toronto? He, he Supposedly he was on a plane to Toronto and all these reporters, you know, um, were talking about, oh, well, Tawny's on a plane. And it's like, how do you really know he's on a plane? <laughs> I think it's it just literally, you're right. I think it turned out to be false. Yeah. No, well, it was. It was. So right now you got a guy. You got uh, what? Ten years. Um, he's not even going to pitch this year. Um, he's still recovering from. Now, we were told it wasn't Tommy John surgery, but then I think Roberts came out a couple days ago and actually said Tommy John surgery. So we still don't really know. I think it's the newer, updated version of Tommy John, and I don't remember exactly what it's called. I don't think it's as severe, from right. what I've heard. Um, but yeah, he's not scheduled to pitch at all this year. He had said also recently too at the Dodger Fest this past weekend that he was ready. He's going to be ready for opening day. He's swinging almost at a hundred percent. So I'm not, not sure what that means, but obviously he's in the cage and he's working out every day. So that's great. Yeah, that's good. I mm-hmm. love it. <laughs> that's really great. hundred um, percent. It's just, look, I mean, we're going to get into Yamamoto after this one, um, but my concern is that you just paid, and, and obviously we could talk about how much money they're going to make with obviously you know Japanese advertising and stuff like that because they're going to make a killing off of this. It's a very smart move. It's one thing oh, that's yeah. great about having these owners is that they made the majority of their money investing, so they know what to invest in. So they're investing in they the marketing. The they're investing in the product, not exactly what he's going to do on the field. They're investing in what he can bring to the table as far as money in the future. It's both of it. It's, it's on it's the both field. Of it. The, the the ticket sales, the concessions, the jersey sales, parking, that is nothing compared to what they're going to be making advertising, dude. Yeah. No, it's and I, insane. And I, and I get it. But the yep. concern here is, is that what? When he went to the Angels, the wannabe L.A. team, he the didn't even— The fake L.A. team, yep. Max, correct me if I'm wrong, he did not pitch the first— season because he yeah. was recovering from Tommy John surgery. That's correct. Exactly correct. And, and he was with the Angels for what, five years? Six years. Six, six years. Yeah. So yeah. five out of those six years, he didn't even um, he or he only or I'm sorry. Five years out of those six years he pitched, but even the last year, which was the most recent year, he didn't even finish a full season because he had to have surgery. Yeah, he only played in I think he was he was DH for like a hundred and I think it said hundred and 35 games and he missed the last month of the season right his pitching stats were actually really good no no i'm not saying they were good but my concern is though is is uh, max how old is how how old is shohei well one of the things while uh, i pull up his age here is with the new tommy john surgery that aaron was talking about right where he he gets to it, it basically cuts that recovery almost in half. Some peop, some pitchers are able to start throwing That's what it at is. six months. Yeah. Before it was like 18 months. So Shohei's 29, by the way. Okay. Yep. So he's 29. He's already having a second Tommy John surgery. And the Dodgers, they don't even know what kind of pitcher they're going to get when he comes back. You know what I mean? So two Tommy John, two Tommy John surgeries before you're 30. And he's not even going to throw a bit. He's not even going to pitch for us until... 2025. 2025. Yeah. So I'm assuming he'll be 30. Maybe I think at this point this year they're not so concerned know. with his pitching. I, and I don't either. I mean, I I mean with right, all the other acquisitions, you know, for right now, yeah. But we'll, then that's going to bring me to Yamamoto in a second. Yeah, is that they just put in a lot of? If you look at the 700 million dollars, you basically break it in half. So it's 350 million dollars are going towards a top tier DH, right? MVP. 
But then the other 350 is going towards a Cy Young winner, you know, top of the rotation pitcher, right? Yeah. But he's, are you, you going to get that pitcher? Like, I mean, only time is going to tell. I think, I mean, as a just a fan, or let's say if I'm not even a Dodger fan, that is absolutely crazy for the what the Dodgers did. Absolutely crazy. Obviously, unprecedented. We, we, um, it's but it's just crazy because I mean, you obviously they're they're banking on the money they're going to make in in the advertising and stuff, and the the TV deals they're going to get over there and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's where they're going to get their bulk, but. That's just crazy. whole new audience watching Dodger baseball. What eighteen hours away? Yeah, something like that. So let's get into to Yamamoto. Let's do it. Okay, so another crazy thing. So you got this. Uh, you have a, a kid, twenty four max. How old is he? Yamamoto. Yamamoto. I'm gonna say he's twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah, very good. All right. And I think he played what five years in Japan or six years. And I want to say he was. That I want to say four. Was it four? Well, get it, get it Max. Get yeah, it. Him. I'm pretty sure he was like the Cy Young winner over there a yeah. couple of times. So he is the, their best pitcher by far no, no, in no. that and country. I, and I get that. I get that. But yeah. now we, he's uh, you just signed him to a 12 year. I think it's 325 million guaranteed, which I believe is the yeah. most guaranteed money for a starting pitcher ever for a rookie. Even and too, we're talking a rookie who's rookie never thrown a baseball in at in the major league level. Like, yeah, like in the show. Obviously, like Japan is like the second best league. Then you have the best league, which is which is the major league. So I understand the analytics. They're not they're not guessing as much as they used to back in the day, but still, that's another super crazy move. Three hundred twenty five million dollars for a pitcher who, in some way, is not proven to be. A major league baseball pitch. I think. The, I mean, not to not throw one pitch over here is it's nuts. So I think what it is, I think they were banking on basically what he did in this World Baseball Classic last year. Right. He was lights out. No. Yeah. Um. Now, of course, the the competition, the hitting over there during their seasons, isn't what it is here, but it is like you were saying, it's the second best league in the world. Um. And what he did last year, I'm pretty sure that's what cemented him being able to secure that contract of $325 million for 12 years. Right. I'm pretty sure that's pretty equal to what the Dodgers were originally paying Mookie Betts originally. Maybe fact check me on that, Max. Yeah, so it's, it's he, close. the team he played on was from 2017 to 2023, the RX Buffaloes. RX Buffaloes, right. RX Buffaloes. So, you know, the Mets signed... Um, Senga last year and you know one of the big things back in New York was the getting used to pitching you were mentioning the hitters is the second best market because yes the ball they use over there is different it has a little more tack to it you know mm-hmm. how sticky to it. the sticky to it right you know so the, they also have like more six-man rotations you only really pitching once a week yep so there's gonna be some adjustments for him but like you guys said it's a huge um, you know I don't want to say a gamble, but being a guy who's never pitched $27 million a year, you know, mm-hmm. at this level. So yeah, no, it's it, big pull. It's a bit of a gamble. It, it's I, And to be honest with you, I really think that he's going to pay off, even if he doesn't, well, let's face it, 25 years old, by the time that contract is over, he's going to be 37. If he can give us a solid five to six years where we win two to three World Series... I'm really thinking that contract is going to pay for itself. And then if even if he's just average for 
five years. Or who knows? Maybe he decides to opt out after year number well, five. Well, he's or so six. young. So, yeah. You know, you have that as an advantage. Exactly. Him being tw- 25 years old. Right. Even though it's 12 years, you still, there's a lot of, if he stays healthy, you'll definitely get your money's worth. <sighs> Absolutely. Because his I, contracts are getting smaller. <laughs> If you think about it, in a no. few years, it's going to be a bargain. I mean, right. Yeah. In five years, that contract's going to be like, wait, what? He's only making $27 million a year? <laughs> exactly. You guys are crazy. We're <laughs> going to pay him $42 million a year. <laughs> Anyways. But you got him until, what, 2020, 2036. 2036, man. Flying cars by then. By oh, well, we were supposed car. to have flying cars already, right? <laughs> According to Back to the Future back in 1985. But anyways, that's off topic. Oh, jeez. So what do you think, Robbie? Uh, you know, to be honest with you, I was actually checking the stream to make sure that it was working. I still think it's absolutely ludicrous and crazy. But at the same time... Wait, the stream or the contract? <laughs> Both. Okay. <laughs> Both. So unprepared. This is just like, it's just craziest. We're prepared as we can be right now, man. We've we been are. talking about this for a couple of months, and, and here we are. We're finally doing it. So I, I, I'm excited. Here's That's the all thing. I got to say. Like, here's the thing. And this is, it, once again, this is 100% a fan podcast. <laughs> so this is basically just a place to vent or be happy for the Dodgers, plain and simple. And I'm looking at the, at the roster moves that the Dodgers have made, at least the big transactions we're talking about. And most of them, I'm sitting here like, excited if they all work out. But at the same time, it's, like, it's just crazy. Like right now, what they're doing is they're building a six-man rotation. It's plain and simple. They're not building a five-man rotation. They're building a six-man because you're talking about Yamamoto, who is used to playing. Max, correct me if I'm wrong. Used to pitching once a week. Yeah, pretty much. And so over here, I mean, you got to stretch them out and make it so like I mean, that's like how they always talk about like young young players that come up or people that are recovering from Tommy John surgery, which we'll talk about the other pitchers that are on the on that are you know, on this roster that are doing that as well. Yeah. Is that you gotta make stretch them out so they don't get injured in the future. And so with Yamamoto, like he's a right now he's established himself as that he could pitch like amazing baseball in another country one day a week. And that is crazy. And it sounds like <laughs> They already have, have known this. They were prepared for this. They were totally prepared. And I think and I think you know, the, the trans the pickups that they're making, the Dodgers are making throughout this season and who's already on the team and who can hopefully be on the team later on with Kershaw, you're building a six man rotation. It's plain and simple. It is. And and one of the very few teams that's gonna be able to do that. Um now, some people will be like, oh, well, why are you only catering to one player? But you're not. You're catering to all of them because we want them all healthy in, in October because... When it matters. When it really matters, right. We don't need guys throwing 185 innings anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, if you, we can get 130, 140 from Yamamoto, 120, 130 from Glasnow, you know what I mean? Something like that. No, totally. What about Walker Buehler? We should bring him up, too. Well, we're not talking... Well, well, at some point. Let's, I we're think talking we- about transactions, but he's definitely part of the six-man rotation yeah. I'm talking about. To your point oh, yeah. of six-man, I think to, the, the, the numbers are showing now to be successful, you really need like eight pitchers ready to go for to withstand the marathon of the season because people are going to get hurt. People You're going to need a skip year, start. You need like at least eight guys between you know your your major league roster and AAA yeah. ready to go for the the length of the season. So the Dodgers la- uh, last season is a perfect example of that. I mean, look how many pitchers they went through last season. I mean, <laughs> must have been how many of them were half of them were rookies. Yeah, I mean, look at the starting rotation last, uh, what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be Dustin May, Gonsolin, Kershaw, 
Um, yep. Uh, Urias. Got Thor and Urias. Okay? Yeah. So Thor was obviously a bust. I don't know why they even picked him up to begin with. He should have stayed over in New York. Well, should just jump ship, went over to. I Max's think he just signed with some other team recently. I don't remember who, but did he? Whatever Thor. Doesn't matter. Uh, He's no, a shell he, of him. He, he just had a, a pitching expo for everybody to take a look at. Yankees were there. I bet you they get but him. I no one signed him, him yet. <laughs> I bet you they get oh, him. so he hasn't signed anybody yet. No, okay. I don't, I don't believe so. so. He okay. just had a pitching thing to show people I, I could still throw it. I think he was throwing in the mid nineties. From what I read, I mean, I think he was harder I mean, he than was, what he was throwing with the Dodgers last year. I think no, he topped I, out at like ninety-two. No, I think he hit. I mean, he hit mids. I think. I think it's just, it was just his placement was just jacked up. He had no movement on anything. I mean, he wasn't horrible most of the time. He was horrible enough to go. That doesn't look good. And then he had like three or four starts where he'd go like five innings and allow two runs. And then he'd have three or four that was like, uh, he's getting knocked around. In the second inning, we're already down five nothing. Right. <laughs> A lot of inconsistency there. But you know what, Thor? You were great for the Mets. Whatever. Thank you for your service. But, yeah. All right. So, so we had Gonsolin, (laughs) Thor. Jesus. We had Gonsolin, Thor, uh, uh, May, and then you had Kershaw, and then you had Urias. Okay? So, May. A lot of lefties in that He goes out with not Tommy John surgery. No. But he had some, obviously, season-ending surgery. I don't remember what it was. Gonson eventually does have it was an elbow or um, forearm thing for him. Okay, yeah. So he and he had already, you know, had Tommy John. What uh, two years prior to it, year and a half prior to it, twenty twenty one. He had the Tommy John. So then you got Gonson goes out or Gonson starts off really well at the beginning of the season. Then obviously, obviously he gets hurt, becomes a shell of himself. He tries to pitch through whatever the issue is. We come to find out he needs Tommy John surgery, so yep. he's out. He's out for this year completely. So then Kershaw he pitches. Like probably one of the best pitchers in baseball for the first half of the season. It was great all star. Elected level. to be all star. Probably was going to start the sea, uh, uh, start the all star game, and then injured, comes back, shell of himself. Still manages to have a really decent ERA, but still shell of himself. Um, then uh, Urias was terrible throughout the entire season before he decided to beat up on women, so he's gone. And then um, <laughs> that's a whole other story because I've heard some stuff about that, but we can get into that in another show, no, another podcast. Yeah, yeah, drop, yeah. I, I, re- the I really charges. wish I was wrong. I really hope they I'm did wrong drop the charges. They dropped dropped the charges on that. Doesn't mean he didn't do it. Yeah, they just. I, but, I was always his fan. You know. I was always his fan. I hope I'm wrong. Oh, he was great. But, but anyways, he was great for a while. Like that's that's the starting rotation, and with the exception of of Kershaw, who shouldn't have been on the team at the end of the season, was still in the rotation at the end of the season. Everybody else was replaced. By a rookie yep. or some failed pitcher in Oakland, or you know, it was just or Lance Lynn. Wasn't he Oakland? Where did Lance Lynn? Um, no, he was. He oh, came he from the White, White Sox. Sox. Yeah. That's right. White, he Sox. Was White Sox. But you know, what he I'm gave saying? up a mammoth blast to Shohei last year. I remember <laughs> watching that one day. I think Shohei. It was like almost a 500 footer. Anyways, Lance Lynn, thank you for your service again. But no, happy trails, dude. Terrible pickup. Terrible pickup. But he actually him, wasn't bad got, uh, for a few starts, but uh, yeah. what's his name? Who actually resigned with the Dodgers um, from the Royals? What's his name? Ryan Yarbrough. Yarbrough. Yeah, he's yep. still there. I liked Yarbrough, even though he's former he, Tampa Bay. Dude. Talk about yeah. a guy yeah. who top, too. tops off at like eighty-seven miles an hour. He's still Doesn't there. matter. <laughs> These guys are geared up for ninety-nine and a hundred, so he's going to get them off balance <laughs> with no, those sliders it. and changeups. I get it. I like it. But I love it. But you know what I'm saying though? They started off with five. Like they, I mean, they went through. Probably with the rookies calling up. I mean, obviously, uh, Gavin Stone pitched a couple. You had Sheehan. Yep. Um, obviously, you Michael had... Michael Grove. Uh, Grove. 
Pepio did for a little bit. We missed Pepio. I was really hoping for some big things for him. Yeah, I was sad when they let him go, but I understand we got Glasnow out of it. So and we'll talk, we're gonna jump into Glasnow, and that's a and then you had uh, who's uh, yeah. Bobby Bobby Miller was the big one out of him. So anyway, so let's talk about our next big pickup, which mm-hmm. is Tyler Glasnow. We're only st- I guess we're only sticking with the pitchers. Or obviously we got hitters and stuff. Glasnow. We pick him up. We lose Pepio in the, in the trade, which right. we, and uh, Johnny DeLuca, Johnny DeLuca, which, who was a Thousand really Oaks it. guy or Westlake guy, one of the two. Yeah, we didn't see enough of him to actually decide if we. I actually think he played in like three or four games last year. He had. He was he was fast. I remember that, and he was a great outfielder. He made a couple of catches, like That's diving right. catches. That's right. Other than that, I didn't. There wasn't enough on him. I don't think they didn't have enough. There wasn't enough playing time for him. Right. I guess I should say you got to give to get. So yeah. we pick up Glasnow. We get him for five-year contract extension worth $135 million in the trade that we Correct. also got uh, Manuel Omargo with him. Yep, um, former Padre. So Glasnow, by the way, uh, Santa Clarita alumni. We're all from Santa Clarita, by the way. Six six one, baby. Oh, man. Uh, so anyways, but the issue with Glasnow is I don't think he's pitched more than 120 innings ever. And correct me if I'm wrong, Max. You probably have to take no, that no, up. No, that's right pretty now. accurate. So... We got another guy who's injury prone, uh, who's now being uh, tapped into the rotation. So right now we know the Shohei is not going to be pitching for us this season, but Correct. you know Yamamoto is, who only pitches one day a week, and then you have Glasnow who can't pitch more than can't pitch over 120 innings a season. He only he's only done that once, which was last season. Um, he, he's had in 2021 it was 88. 2020 shortened season because of pandemic 57. Mm-hmm. 19 was 60. Uh, 2018 was 111, and then, you know, early stage, 20, 2017, we're at 62, and his, you know, his early stage is 23. So we're talking about total, 529 innings total. I didn't realize he was in the league for that long. I thought yeah. he was a rookie when the Dodgers played them, Tampa, in the World Series in 2020. Oh, no. So he had already been three years in. Oh, yeah, three years so in. So this is his eighth year. Huh. All right. Ninth, ninth. It, well, I mean, he 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 pitched seven games in 2016. Okay, from, you know, to, I, a little September call up, probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. You got a cup of coffee, as they like to say. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I mean, Glasnow, yeah. It, as far as he goes, it, it's it's. I mean, the contract's pretty favorable if you think about it. Five years. What is it? One hundred thirty-five million. <laughs> You know how crazy it is that we're, like, it's <laughs> that we're saying that. Favorable. I know. One hundred and thirty-six. I would I love. I would love to get a terrible contract over in that league. And just all like, this money is guaranteed because all these contracts in baseball are always guaranteed. Uh, I think he no. I think he's only guaranteed four years, one hundred ten million dollars. Uh, oh, so the a, extra years. Well, there was option. an extension. So. Well, it's a club option worth thirty million dollars in the back end of it. Yes. From wow. my notes that I'm looking at, which then would make it 145 million dollars. Then my math is way off. We'll let Max decide. It's 136562. Mm. I'm looking at outdated notes. It's all good. It's fine. Well, we're close. All That's right. all that matters. Yeah. Let's hit up the other pitchers really fast. Who's the? We well, want to talk about Joe Kelly, right? We'll, get well to James Paxton let's, is let's, another let's addition to that. For a second. Let's do Paxton really That's quick. That's cool. Yeah. Max, give me a background on Paxton really quick, just so I have an So idea. he had some really solid years in Seattle, then signed and came over to the Yankees as, you know, the next great lefty to take a, to the promised land. He had a, a solid first year injuries, and he, the bright lights kind of got to him. 
went went back to um, went to Seattle again, and then back to Boston last year. And Boston was n- nothing to scream home about last year, but he had an okay season. His ERA was like a was four in the four ranges, which in the American League East is serviceable. It's like back end rotation kind of guy. Fill up some innings. Oh, absolutely. Well, with those monsters teams, yeah. that are always hitting. Exactly, hit a lot of home runs over there in the AL East. So I get it. Well, I mean, you know what's his deal? His deal's a, a year, one year deal for eleven million. Yeah, it, it's, I yeah. believe it's, it's it's harmless in 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 my eyes. Low risk, high reward. If exactly. if he can give us a one certain year. amount of innings as far as a starter, yeah. and he can maybe come in as a middle relief guy from time to time, and Eat up two or three innings and save our bullpen. Yeah, seven million dollars. Love it. It's 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 harmless, you know. He's, yep. He's thirty five years old, Robbie. So you know, a veteran in there. Well, he definitely has the experience. We love that. But again, we're talking about that eight eight man rotation. You kind of need like eight guys ready to go to fill oh, in. Yeah. He's going to be one of those guys to fill in when somebody needs to probably. How many? You know. How many years removed from Tommy John? Who? Paxton. Paxton. Paxton? Two, oh, right? Oh, yeah, two. So he's probably still on a pitch count. I yeah, think. last year he pitched 96 innings. All right. Oh. Another pitcher for the six-man rotation. <laughs> okay. Excellent. All right. So we'll take those 96 innings this year if we can get it from him. So right now— You're going to need them. Someone's going to get hurt. Sure. So let's just it go happens. ahead. we got Yamamoto. we got Glasnow. Uh, and then we've got— uh, Bobby Miller. Paxton. So now you got Paxton, Bobby Miller Bobby as a rookie. Miller. They're still going to be counting him, mm-hmm. right? And then you've got mm-hmm. uh, Walker Bueller coming off his second Tommy John surgery, uh, which they're saying now he might not even be ready to go in the beginning of the season. They're talking May-ish, which is fine, honestly, because do we need him to pitch a whole season like we have before? I don't think so. I think we're good. We got the horses. No, I get, I get, I get that. And then you have um, Emmett Sheehan. I think they're talking about him as well as being a starter. Yes, he's he's going to be another one of those seven, eight starter guys. Yeah, you know? and, yeah, and you didn't even mention Kershaw, who b- becomes number eight. Well, which, that's, that's the hope right now. Is Kers- and my my when I'm we thinking want him is back, obviously. Kershaw yeah. comes in right when Paxton gets hurt, mm-hmm. and there you go, lefty for a lefty. I think that's what's going to happen. Yep, I'm calling my shot. And then he comes <laughs> in and goes twelve and zero with an ERA of one and a half, WHIP point four six, and it turns out he all he really needed was <laughs> a shoulder surgery. Four or five years, and ago. now he's throwing ninety eight. Now he's throwing ninety eight <laughs> miles. He's throwing faster than he ever did before. You're right, Perfect. right. He's got like a bionic arm, bro. God, I hope love so. it. That would be amazing. It would be. All right, so let's finish off uh, big pitchers really quick. So then you got. Um, so we got we we have an idea of what the rotation looks like, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, with really nothing that's going to surprise us, because uh, I feel like with the rookies that they got, with the pickups that they've made during uh, the off season. They've they have a plethora of starting pitching to choose from. Now I'm not saying they're not. I mean, hopefully they're not done. They're still going to get Kershaw later. I I can't see them trying to pick up any other starters. I feel like this is it, right? I mean, I mean, unless something crazy to? happens by midsummer, the All Star break, and we need to make a a, a trade well, yeah, deadline kind then, of deal. Yeah, I'm talking but, about before the season starts. Yeah, well, no, who's we're, out there? We're left. Solid. Snell is still the only one who's really a I, name I, I that's out there. I never wanted Snell anyways. He pitches too dangerous. He's still he on the market. Yeah. That's crazy. He wants a lot of money. He does. Well, so does my boy uh, well, Bellinger. All right, well, let's keep going. <laughs> so the two pickups Cody. that I'm actually the most excited about, well, one of them I think is the best signing out of all. I can't say it's the best signing out of all, but it's the one I was most excited <laughs> about, which is actually the first one, which is the re-signing of Jason Hayward. So the reason why I was super excited about that, because I just guaranteed that Mookie stays at second base, saves his legs, 
stops running in the outfield all over the place, stops running out there, stops running back in, chasing baseballs. Now he gets to play second base, and with like, he doesn't get the baseball within three or four steps. He just walks to second base, and that's it. Yeah. So he gets it's a lot of leg saving. I think that's one of the smarter moves that they did in the offseason because all it's going to do is make sure that Mookie's more productive towards the end of his contract. And he's still got a lot left on that contract. Yeah, he's got like eight years left. Million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Which some of it was deferred. It's okay. It's, it was. It's a new and, way. And, you know, Freddie Freeman actually deferred part of his contract too. I don't know how much, but I know he did defer some. It's not so. a new. It's not a new thing. Ken Griffey no. Jr. deferred deferred right. his money. When it was, was only Otani deferring that much. Well, that was that, totally a, unprecedented. I don't think ton. that's ever going to happen again. Bobby Bonilla oh, is still going to get a check from the Mets the year after Otani's deal is over. Yeah. So and that started in what, like awesome. the year two thousand? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah. And it was only five point nine million dollars that the Wilpons, the Mets owners back then, couldn't pay him. Mm. And they're like, hey, we can't give you $6 million now. We'll just, you know, let's defer it. <laughs> Horrible deal. So we got Jason Hayward. He's, yeah. playing, he's playing some gold glove right field. Um, he's probably Five-time gold glover, Jason Hayward. He's probably only going to play when there's a right-handed pitcher, which is the majority of the time. Right. And then whenever there's a starting lefty, they'll probably put Manuel Margot yep. over there. So they'll basically Correct. plateau. It's a plateau, 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 Pl- platoon. platoon, platoon. He's platoon. gonna platoon. Yeah, they will Jesus. platoon. <laughs> and maybe Chris Taylor out there every once in a while in right field, uh, since he's pretty much. Uh, I know he's not your favorite Dodger, but he used to be. He just, he just. I don't know what he's swinging at half the time. It's pretty. I don't think he knows what he's swinging at half the time. But hey, you know what? He's got a year left. That's why he's in the major leagues, and we're talking about it. So he did an interview with somebody in. Look, I like Chris Taylor. I really do. I oh, think he was on a, Doug's I, podcast recently. I think, I think he's a good baseball player, but I really think like he's just. He's, I don't know. I don't want to. I'm not. I'm, this isn't. A, this isn't. Chicken. We're not bashing anybody because baseball is the hardest thing to do. The, to hit a baseball, it is the hardest thing to do in sports. Hit I think a, we can all agree about, yes. about hit that. Hit a round ball with a round bat. Coming at you <laughs> ninety-five plus miles per Dancing. hour from a guy that's six foot eight, and by the time he's releasing that ball. He's a lot closer to you, yeah, than a guy that's five foot six. Say, you know what I mean? It's and then it's dancing and moving and. Anyway, don't forget the mound. You all know, I'm it's saying is, down yeah. at you. all I'm saying Absolutely. is, there's some games that I saw him, that I've seen him at in that he's swinging at a baseball that's not even there. Like it's really weird. Like it's, he's very late on his swing. It's it's anyways, and right. it's all uppercut. It's all it's uppercut. all about trajectory. Yep, it's all about trajectory. I know. Okay. So. Um, Let's, uh, let's see now. All right, so here we go. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez. I love this signing. So this is a one-year deal, uh, $23.5 million. Yes. You got your ultimate power-hitting left fielder now, which in my – I'm going to say this. I'm gonna, I'm a little bummed. I was really kind of hoping that they would get Bellinger back and you take Bellinger, put him in center, and then you move over um, – Outman. Outman to left field. But I understand this move. Um, it's a new era. It's a new era. I'm excited about it. Also, I didn't realize that Bellinger played a lot of first base last season because he was hurt. So they didn't really know, really know what to categorize him at the he end. Did. Right. If he was an outfielder or a first baseman. I didn't realize well, that. I remember he played a lot of first for us like the first couple of years. Well, he was supposed to be the first baseman, but he kept getting hurt at first base. But yep. He kept diving for baseball, so they moved him he into center He was supposed field. to fill in for uh, Adrian Gonzalez. Yeah. Yeah, he was the heir apparent. Yeah. Well, yep. But, well, you know, so Teoscar Hernandez, I watched some of his tape recently, and 
like we were discussing before we went on. He's kind of like another Max Muncy. He's like a feast or famine. Um, he's probably going to walk quite a bit, but he's going to strike out quite a bit. And he's probably going to hit 28 to 30 home runs. I don't know if there's going to be an over-under. We could talk about that later on as the season goes on. But, I mean, one year, $23.5 million for a power hitter these days, I'll take it. That's a bargain. Oh, for sure. That is a bargain right there. I agree. And he's a good clubhouse guy. I've seen a lot of his – he's got a lot of antics and shenanigans, so I think he's going to be kind of like a little bit of a Yasiel Puig kind of guy with that energy that he's going to bring, the Latino fire. I love it. Let's go. Uh, Max, what does his stats <laughs> say? Like what's he where, – where what sticks out at you? Well, the – he had two over two hundred strikeouts last year, which is what you're talking about. Which is how many at bats? It's probably less than Chris Taylor had, though. And Chris Taylor <laughs> didn't even start half the games. <laughs> well, oh, uh, speaking of Chris Taylor, you know he's still signed for a couple more years. This I think is, it's yeah, because like, he signed a four year, I think, two years ago. So yeah, yeah, did, yeah. four years. He's got this year extension. next year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he has a there's a club option that they'll probably. Like, we love you, Chris. Take, but. Thank you for your home run against St. Louis in 2021. He's got, he's got some big Walk clutch off. games. I'll, I'll tell you right now, if, if for some reason the Dodgers re-signed Kike, with Chris Taylor and, Cre- and Kike on your bench, that's probably the most clutch bench you can find. Because as much shit-talking as I do about Chris yeah. Taylor, somehow he always he always seemed to come through during he the playoffs. He gets it done more so than not. You I always mean, need those utility guys who can do yeah. multiple positions. The, the catch, up, yeah. when he was playing left field, the catch against Milwaukee in Game 7 of that LCS when Urias was on the mound, if that ball would have dropped because Bellinger wasn't there, if Taylor didn't get that, <laughs> that would have been two runs yeah. for the Brewers and a, and a big rally, but he stopped that rally. So, so he, he Cheers, struck out Taylor. This is just water, by the way. <laughs> so he struck out 211 times last year. Who did? Teoscar Hernandez struck out 211 times? 211 times, and he had 625 at-bats. Wow. How many times did Chris Taylor strike out? I know he did, he barely played last <laughs> wow. season. Wow. How many strike out? I bet you he's in the 100 still. I think Chris Taylor played over 100 games last year. I want to say it was close to like 115. All right. I, I 100, bet. 115, you said? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess 115. That's, that's my... my oh, this is yeah. spinning on me. Oh, here we go. He had 114 games played. Wow. You freaking nailed it. Wow. What the? He struck out 125 on, times. Bro. I'm a Dodger fan. <laughs> I got to remember how many times? these stats. 125. Oh. 125 yeah. strikeouts and 114 games. Yeah. How many at bats? He had 338 at bats. Wow. Hey, That's not Oscar a good have? percentage. Teoscar had <laughs> 625 oh, and struck man. out. Man. 211 times. Oh, dude, he would have crushed that. He would have crushed that strikeout. <laughs> yeah, but I want to know how many mammoth home runs he hit and how many game winners or walk-offs he hit, too. Which I one? guarantee you there's at least a couple walk-offs in there. Who? Teoscar. Oh, yeah, he had 26 home runs, 93 RBIs. I mean, his, his slugging was, was 435, which you can't complain. His, I, I mean, his, his OPS is 741, which is pretty good. I know we're not supposed to be a stat. Right. I know, but I'm just saying. No, but it's the basic stats. Hold on, though. What is we'll what that. is Chris Taylor's? Chris OPS. Taylor's OPS yeah. last year was yeah. 746. Not bad either. Oh. What was his slugging? His, his slugging was 420. Because, again, he had 15 home runs, 56 RBIs. Right. And he Those hit are probably not horrible. Like 240, I'm not saying, 230. I'm if, yeah. So you're telling me if Chris Taylor would have actually right. played a full season as yeah. Teoscar did, the numbers would be comparable? Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Wow. 
They're, they're, they're not horrible off. numbers. Chris Taylor ain't making twenty. But think about Teoscar Hernandez. Wait, no, he's making no because he only got. A, I think his four-year deal was only forty million, right? Sixty. Sixty. Yeah. So Teoscar Hernandez, no Mariners are no slouch. They were in it most of the season last year until the last weekend, basically. Yeah. Um, that lineup is not the Dodgers lineup. So not a lot of protection in there. Not a lot of protection, and he probably hit. I'm going to guess third or fourth in that lineup. In this lineup with our sixth. team, he's hitting sixth. Sixth. I mean, in 2021, yeah. he hit 32 home runs and 116 RBIs with Toronto. Another lineup where <sighs> that's a pretty, there's protection, so you could figure he might a lot of do the same thing. Exactly. Lineup. So yeah, he'll see a lot of he'll see a lot of fastballs. Yep. So. Yep. I don't know though. Hold on. So he's a righty, right? He is. Yeah. I don't know, man. If you plug him into the fourth spot and you kind of move, uh, <coughs> well, uh, you would Will mo- Smith down a little bit. Will Smith, yeah. Because Will Smith, I mean, I, I I think he's a great pure hitter. I really do, but. He faded really fast. And here's the issue that, that we're going to have with Will Smith. There's no DH for him to hide anymore. He's not going to be able to rest. So Yeah, because you don't want to have Otani out of the lineup if he's healthy. Yeah, like they were yeah. they were shifting people around, and then also J.D. Martinez was hurt a lot. Yep. So it was really Muncy was using the DH, Will Smith was using the DH, and then J.D. Martinez was using the DH. Those two guys are not going to have a chance with, with J.D. out. Uh, Smith and Muncy are not going to be on the DH as much as they were. They're not going to be resting as much on in the batter's box. You're right. You're um, right. So that must, that that either means that we're going to see a lot more Don't of say Barnes it. behind Don't, the plate. Oh. You know, I mean, obviously you put Chris Taylor at third base. Uh, there, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to think, where are other options at third base? Barnes, 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 Barnes at third base. No, Barnes. No. But Barnes at second move. I'm hoping to maybe third. for a call up with with. Uh, uh, God, what is our catcher's name in in the minors? They're not going to. They're not going to do that unless. Is it a Montoya? No, it's another. Well, there's two of them, but there's there's another guy, Latino guy's name, and I can't remember his name. They're not going to. They're not going to bring those guys up until uh, Will Smith gets hurt, and because the reason why he doesn't, because if they're backing up Will Smith, they're barely going to get any playing time. If they're down in the minors, they keep playing. They keep uh, just get the experience because you don't want to bring them up, and then all of a sudden they don't perform. Then all of a sudden their trade value goes. Diego Cartaya, that's who it is. Yeah, you're right. And he's supposed to be a phenom, but that I've been hearing about him for two years. So if he's that much of a phenom, he should have been up by now. Well, yeah, Will Smith right so. there. He's not going like that. He, they're building ultimate trade bait with him right now. I wouldn't be surprised if Will Smith does really good this season. Come trade deadline, if you need a big piece, that's the first guy that they use. Could to be get somebody. That would be tough letting him go. But so anyway, so we're just I'm, speculating. So what I'm saying is, what am I saying? What was I talking about? <laughs> We're talking you're about Teoscar Hernandez, Teoscar Hernandez. And, and your 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 huge love affair with Chris Taylor. God, I no, take I take that guy out to dinner. <laughs> Black Angus or Red Lobster? Oh, I want that seafood lover in me. All right, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, one uh, of these days. DH can't hide. Uh, like people aren't gonna be able to rest. Uh, not gonna be able to rest as much. So what? I'm, okay, that's what I'm saying. Will Smith, his numbers are probably not going to be as good as they were. Towards the end of last, even they're going to be. I feel like they're going to be worse this year, towards the end of the year, because there's no DH to rest him throughout the season. I and hear they're you. not going to pick Barnes to throw him in that much because you got a noodle arm. He's not going to throw anybody out, and you've also got a bunch of pitchers in here now that could give two shits if Barnes is their catcher. Well, and unfortunately, Barnes is. Yeah, I think he's only really there because of Kershaw, and we don't even know if he's coming back. And. When Barnes is in the lineup, it's basically just pencil him in for 0 for 4. <laughs> it really now, is. if he gets a hit, it's like a like a little dribbler up third base, 
Or maybe he hits he hits a home run every I don't know sixty at bats. Doubtful. Wait, I think he many, had three, three last year. I think it was three. Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, he's getting older now too. He's a backup. That's all he's going to be. Let's see what happens with Will Smith. I do know last year Will Smith was hurt. I think in the first month of the season he had a concussion, so he was in Which that protocol really weird too. for they were a few just weeks. Like foul balls. Like just tips off the face mask. They, yeah, they feel like you see him all the time. So yeah. it's a little scary. So I wonder if they changed his mask up a little bit, maybe put a little bit more shocks in the, maybe so. in the screen or something. We definitely need him healthy. I mean, if, if he can play 140 games, that would be great. Barnes shouldn't be on the roster at all. No, he shouldn't. I be agree. What do you have? What would he bat? What was he batting? One eighty. One eighty. Right. And he, he had hit two the below the Mendoza line. Yeah. Two home runs. Two home runs. Eleven. We gave RBIs. him more credit than what he actually is. His OPS was four ninety eight. I. Yeah. That's that's some. That's not a major league player. No. He. He just needs to move Joey over to Gallo. assistant coach Jeez. and just move on. People. I, I mean, they call him the yeah. the captain of the team. Apparently, everybody loves him. Okay, so Maybe. there he has. Um, so he has value in the clubhouse. In the clubhouse Just not playing. Cool. Play. So, you know, make him a coach. Yeah, make him a make him you know bat boy, third base coach, <laughs> something. I think he'll probably end up being a coach in about two or three years. But I, I mean, hopefully, we'll you see. know, and I I like him. I like his attitude. Hopefully, him and Justin Turner are coaching together. That'd be great. I, we'll bring Turner back as a coach. I, I love. That. I would love that. Yeah. Make him the bullpen catcher. So going back to my original right. thought, bringing uh, putting Teoscar, um, batting cleanup might not be a bad idea. No, so I, I you, like you to move see Will that. Smith down yeah. a little bit, but also spreading him out. The good thing about the lineup is that there's really nowhere for a pitcher to hide, like you know, because it, it seems pretty deep all the way through. As long, I mean, if Lux comes back strong, Dude. yeah, and Muncie has the year he had last. I mean, people look at Muncie's average, but they don't look at his RBIs, his OPS, his on base, on percentage, base percentage, his, his walks. Uh, his Runs. I like want to say he still, had close to 100 walks, so that's very valuable. Look at ex- you guys talking about stats. I know. Like his stats. OPS was like 808, man. And we love stats on certain players because we know for most of the season, this guy was teetering around 200. So yeah. the fact that he yeah, actually he, hit over 200. He came on at the end to come back and boost your average up as much as he yeah. did. Because what did he end up with? It was 212. 212? At some point, I believe he actually hit in the 80s. He was 180. At yeah, some he was point. like 180, 179 or something last at one month, point. He climbed up like, it was like 40 points. Yeah. 36 homers, 105 RBI. I think he tied his uh, career high. In 85 homers. walks. That's pretty good. Yeah. 85 walks. Is that fifth most? How many strikeouts? He, he struck out 153 times. Oof. Guess well, what? At least it's not 200 like Teoscar. <laughs> but, and yeah. Yet, it would have been less. It still would have been less than Taylor if Taylor would have had, what, 20 oh. more bats? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 20 more, <laughs> 20 more at, bats. at bats. Yeah, pretty much. Something tells me, though, with Shohei in the lineup now, hitting probably third as DH or second. We'll see. No, he's got to hit third. He's got to hit third. So, for, yeah, Mookie, Freddie, Shohei, whoever's hitting behind Shohei is probably going to see nothing, or I'm sorry, in front of Shohei is going to see Shohei is going to see nothing but fastballs, I would imagine. I don't oh, think yeah. the pitcher's going to be throwing too many. Too many curves and sliders, but we'll see. Well, we'll, we'll see. also see because uh, the Dodgers and Roberts they really like to righty lefty, righty lefty, righty lefty. Yeah. So going from righty, which is Betts, lefty, which is Freeman, to then Shohei, which is lefty. I mean, you can't move. You can't move any of those three out of the top three. No, like, they, they have, have to be there. Your three best hitters. They got to stay up there. It doesn't make any sense to drop anybody down to the fourth. Um, yeah. So, 
And you're not going to take bets and move bets to bat second and put Freeman batting first or Shohei batting first. So I think that's the way it's got to be is bets, Freeman, Otani. It's just got to be that way. Right. And then we're going to round it out basically with Gavin Lux hitting ninth. I can only imagine. See, he's a rabbit. He's our fastest runner. Is he? He's going to probably score over 100 runs this year hitting in the ninth hole, dude. Is he still fast? Isn't he like break three parts of his leg in like one move <laughs> he had to a, go to third base. He had a knee uh uh what UCL and not UCL uh ACL I yeah. guarantee you he's not gonna have as much speed he's not gonna be taking as many moves. Like he he's still gonna hey, build himself we'll up but at the, build himself up but still at the same time when you hurt yourself that bad you're probably not gonna want to do it again. So you're gonna not gonna maybe he's not gonna push rabbity. it as much. Yeah, but he's young. They usually, you know, you feel you're in. He's what twenty five after you re- you recover, and it, and it was his ACL. Yeah, like you mentioned. Yeah, that was the first game of the of spring training last year. Yeah, ACL and LCL and LCL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. All right, so a couple oh. more things to talk. We already we actually we, we talked about our love for Max Muncy. Let's talk about his uh, his new contract, two year deal worth yeah. uh, twenty four million. That's a steal. That's a great two deal. Two years. Twenty-four million. You're paying Max mm-hmm. Muncie twelve million dollars a year yep. to hit over thirty home runs, give you over a hundred RBIs, and basically be on base pretty much every game. Yep, and play a well mediocre and third base. It's but decent. He has his moments. He has his he, moments. He has his moments. The problem, but yeah, don't expect Gold Glove caliber defense. I love him, him at first base. I'll tell you right now, when he was playing first base, he was great I thought at first. he should have won gold. He actually was I pretty good at second won. base when he was playing second a few he years was ago. Too. I was I was actually kind of hoping they were going to move him to second base before Betts went there. Yep. Then when you see Betts there, you're like, no. Yeah, it's like, no. Betts needs to win a gold glove there, too. But going back to Muncie, when Muncie he was the first baseman the year prior to Freddie Freeman coming over, I thought Muncie should have won gold glove that year. <clears> he was phenomenal at first base. That was 2021 when the last day of the season when Will Smith threw that ball and he had to reach out like this and the Giants hit or runner hit him and messed up his elbow and we had no Max Muncy for the October 2021. Also, Muncy should have never even tried to catch the ball. He probably should have just let it go. So last last game of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, but hey, you know, things happen. You're in the moment. So, but yeah. So, any other big things? Uh, well, I mean, I'd like to talk about Walker Bueller a little bit. I, I well, transactions I, really fast, trades, pickups, yeah. uh, any of the other signings. Uh, well, um, well, there was a trade today. Uh, yep. Yeah. Caleb Ferguson traded to the Yankees. Yes, sir. Another lefty arm yes. for us. <laughs> Go to the Yankees. Go to the Yankees. Develop over in the Bronx, please. Yeah. Let me tell you, that Not guy, fans, huh? I thought he should have been so much better than what he was. And I'm telling you, you could just see, like, when he, he was of potential in tough situations, in you could just see him just sweating away all of any single <laughs> hope that he had, which is going down his sleeve. Like, you know what's terrible, though, is that he was put in some really precarious situations last year he shouldn't have been in where, when we were talking before we started this, he actually had to close, like, three or four games in one week because our, our other guys were just taxed. Our bullpen was done. So he was put in some positions that weren't favorable to him. I will say that, and I will give him that. But it was kind of feast or famine with him. But it's like he could strike out the side or he could walk four straight batters. You just never knew. He was, I, I just I never had confidence when he came in there. Like yeah. every single time it was like, oh, man, this guy's coming in again. And I, I get the same that same feeling for other pitchers as well that the Dodgers have. But with yeah, him, yeah, I don't know. It was just something there. I just don't – I just feel like he didn't – and it's it, – he didn't have it, which is kind of crazy because you got to figure that every single player that's in the major leagues 
has it because they had to go through all of the stuff, whether it's in uh, college or if it's in the minors, something like that. They all, they're all winners at some point in their life to get to the major leagues. Agreed. For some reason, like he was just that guy that was like, oh man, you're going to give him the ball? Really? Let's get Barnes up there. Let's see what Barnes could do. <laughs> well, if, there, if there's an organization that can unlock him yes. as a middle reliever, it's the Yankees. Matt Blake does a great job with middle relievers in the Yankees system. Okay. Um, you know, they, 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 perfect example, example is Clay Holmes. They got him from Pittsburgh and kind of, oh, yeah, I remember Clay Holmes. Yeah. Kind of told him, hey, that you're throwing sinkers, and now he's the closer, and he's been a solid closer for the last couple of years. So they do a really great job with middle relievers. Um, one of the few things they've done well in over the last few years. So if there's a place for him to unlock his full potential, is with Matt Blake over there with the, with the I Yankees. I like that. It's interesting you say that, though. I cause... wish Caleb Ferguson luck because he, he, he was in the Dodger organization for quite a while. And I remember he came up in 2019 as a rookie, and he, he showed some flash. And then he got hurt. He missed 2020. Um and yeah, he I don't think he was ever really able to recapture what he had yeah. briefly in twenty nineteen. I'd like to see like this Matt Gage guy. I don't know much about him. I know he he's very limited when he's a little bit older than Caleb Ferguson as well. Yeah. Yankees picked him up off the waivers from the Astros, who another organization who does really uh, well with their middle relievers and, and pitchers and stuff. You so. mentioned Astros. Astros. Yeah. So Astros? But I, I, I mean, the cheaters. He's thirty years old, though, so I don't know if you're going to get anything out of him. So maybe soon. another low risk, minimal reward kind yeah. of thing for him. And I think the real asset they got from that trade was the nineteen um, year old pitcher pitching in the Dominican right now. Yeah, uh, Zazueda. Yeah, yeah. You nailed that name, man. Zazueda. Zazueda. Oh, I got a friend, Ryan Zazueda. Shout out to Ryan Zazueda. Uh, there you go, Valencia guy. Uh, <laughs> So that name came to me very easily. But, uh, okay, well, let's see what happens. I mean, you know, Zazueda's probably going to go into the minors for a couple of years, he's develop 19. over there. Right. You know, uh, maybe maybe he's, who knows, maybe he's the next Bruce Dar Gratterall in two or three years. Oh, jeez. We'll see. We'll Someone see. tell me how Bruce Dar Gratterall can throw 102 miles an hour and still not miss a baseball bat. He if misses bats, just not as much. Yeah, not a lot of movement. <laughs> I just if feel like no he movement. would just be striking everybody out with a bat, with a fastball. Major league hitters, well, they'll 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 work. Their timing will catch up to you. It has to move. You I have was, to throw a slider late, or a changeup yeah, to counteract that. Yeah, 100%. if it has late movement, that's ideal. So yep. I will say this exactly. last season, my, my my confidence in Bruce Dar went up a decent amount this last. He season. was good I think he this, did last really good this season. This last season was his best season. I was still anticipating when they picked him up, and I saw his stuff. I really thought he was going to be our future. Your closer, same, and just never, it never happened. It never. I don't think he has the makeup out. for it. I think he does. He just needs to figure out. Like he needs to get a pitch that can miss baseball. He's still bats. young you enough. You want your closer to strike people out. You want to yeah. be able to put those guys in a situation with bases loaded and go one, two, and three. Yeah, and I hear you. That it, it's unfortunate that he's not that guy, and I feel like the Dodgers really. Can I touch on something you just said? Let me mention closer real quick. So okay, keep in mind, we gotta. We're not gonna be able to go through a lot of stuff. We gotta call this. We're already at absolutely. 50, but so let I me. Think, okay, go. For let it. me just get, don't get, forget get in this the real Ryan Brazier. The reason we they traded Ryan Brazier. Yeah. Yes, the reason which, they traded a hundred percent. And I'm a big fan of Ryan Brazier. Uh, what is it? A, a two year deal, nine million dollars, yeah. thirteen million with incentives. But I wanted to touch on this real quick. I know we gotta go here. Uh, and shout out to everybody watching and listening. Thank you. Um, Blake Trinan is in the mix to come back this year. He is feeling yes. great. 
I uh, watching the Dodger Fest this this weekend on uh, Sportsnet LA. He says he's a hundred percent. He's ready to go. That would be amazing. If so he we is. get Trinan back, dude. Put him in the back end with. Um, Let's go. Uh, what's his name? Who's who's the, who's basically Evan the, Phillips? Evan Phillips. You put him back there with Evan Phillips because I like Evan. <clears throat> nasty. People keep talking about Just straight this. nasty. Using Evan Phillips as you don't use him as your closer. Use him in the toughest situation. So say the your opponents, well, their one, two, and three hitters are coming up in the eighth inning. Exactly. That's when yeah. you use Evan Phillips. But now if you have um, Trident in there as well. Then you basically just have those guys piggyback off each other. You got your nine and eight, and then you put Brewstar as your seventh, and then you've got Brazier floating around there. I mean, that's Brazier's like a, a sixth, a seventh, really, eighth inning. I mean, Joe Kelly. That's a let's not forget game. Joe Kelly. Yeah. And you still got, and I love Joe Kelly. I love Joe Kelly, but Joe <laughs> Kelly's also another unpredictable person. Right, where you either get a guy who. The baseball cannot find a bat, which is amazing. <laughs> or you get a guy, the baseball can't find the strike zone. So yeah, he's like, he's, he other. might be wild thing like, you know, Charlie Sheen back in the day, right? I would <laughs> and he's going to be wearing 99 this year, by the I way. I think they definitely How have dope to have is that? He needs to close at least one game and then walk out there with wild thing. I, You know what? I'd be down for this. Dodgers and Astros at the end of June, and I think it's in Houston again. I don't think Houston comes here. I think we go to Houston again. Mm, um, I'm really hoping that Maybe he throws at one of their players again. Oh. Too bad Carlos <laughs> Correa is not on that team anymore. Bummer. And you know what? I don't advocate throwing at any players. I'm not a dirty baseball player like that. I never was when I played. But the Astros, that's a whole different thing. So well, Sometimes you got to police it on the field, though. 100%. So the problem is, like, the, we yeah. didn't really get a chance to police it on the field because when all this stuff came out, it was during COVID. Yeah. So Yes, it was. You, like, the fans... In or their, right before COVID, right. Yeah. Well, but then you had the 2020 season, the the play, or the games were played in front of, like, poster boards and stuff like that. So there wasn't actual fans <laughs> to basically so express their frustration. Yeah. So then when they finally got a chance to do it, it seemed like it tapered off a little bit. Like, it wasn't... Is yeah, because most of those guys are been. not there. And right. then most of those guys weren't even on the team anymore. Yeah, that's so, true. There wasn't enough policing and fan booing. You did. There was some there was trash a little bit. Throwing, in, but... There was trash can throwing. There's lots of trash can memes. Trust me, up on Twitter and Instagram. Oh yeah, should have took that World Series away. I'm sorry. They should have done it. All right, I yep. think this is a good time to wrap it. I think we've talked about pretty much all the meaningful transactions. Obviously, there's other stuff that happened. Uh, we'll continue to touch on that. I Los. think. This is a good start for our first episode. Obviously, we're still finding our footing. We're still yes. working on our graphics for our live stream. Um, if anybody's actually watching this, if you notice that there's a little section for our live chat, which we're it's not up and going yet because this one is not live. Uh, eventually, we will start doing live ones, and then obviously, you guys will be able to ask questions uh, during the chat during the show. Um, but we have a lot of baseball stuff to talk about, and because we're we're big time Dodger fans with Max, so. <laughs> We just like all. All we're gonna really do is mostly is just talk about our feelings on how they played during the game, what our hopes and dreams are as far as like you know, you know where they're gonna take us to the promised land, really. And this. Well, is, I mean, this is the season where, if there ever was a season where they were expected to win, this is it. Yeah. Six weeks away till the first game, and in Korea, so March twentieth. He's got it marked on his calendar. Oh, I do. <laughs> He's not missing that. Absolutely. Excellent. Uh, I think well, the game's going to be aired at like three in the morning our time. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna find mm-hmm. a set date when we release these episodes uh, during the off season, and then once the season actually starts, we're gonna try to do two a week. 
Um, and then Max, you're in charge of all the social. Or if you guys want more, we can give you more. Hey, only way we can give people more is if they go join our Patreon page. Yes. Because right now, you know, the more you watch, the more you help us out, the more episodes we can throw your way. And more stuff and like like little cool things that most people won't be able to see that aren't part of the Patreon. So don't forget that classic. You like the content. Like, subscribe, share, smash the like button, Com- yeah. do comment, all right. do all that good stuff. You know, you guys, everybody knows how it works now. That's it. All That's right. it. We're going to sign off. Thank you so much. We'll catch you next time. Cool.